It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. What do we have on tap? Well, only way to find that out, you have to tune in. You have to grab your ticket, get on board, put your seatbelt on. Most importantly, enjoy the ride. That's right. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and your conductor, Anthony Smith. And we are getting ready to get this train on the track. So let's get rolling. train sports talk podcast with your host and conductor anthony smith grab your tickets get on board and enjoy the ride it's the a train sports talk podcast all aboard Sports Talk Podcast. This is your host. This is your conductor, Anthony Smith. And my time is limited, but with the time I do have, I am going to do my best to give you the news that matters most. And today, we start with news that rocked NBA world upon yesterday, which was the passing of a basketball legend. Some would say maybe he really is the GOAT. And that wouldn't be a bad argument. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't argue against Of course, he had a lot to overcome during his time playing, not just on the court, but outside the court, was an activist, stood for what he believed, even boycotted with some of his fellow teammates. But at the age of 88, we say goodbye to a basketball legend, Bill Russell, Boston Celtic great, first black head coach in the NBA, with the Boston Celtics. There isn't anyone here that has had as much fun as I've had in my life. One of my dad's uh, favorite quotes is saying, you know, when he passes away, he's not really sure about heaven. Heaven actually could be a step down for him because for him, heaven was playing for the Boston Celtics. On the cut now to Russell, he's in there. A fall away is good. Underneath Russell steals the ball. He lays it up and blocked by Russell. If winning really is the only thing, Bill Russell stands alone at the pinnacle 
of American team sports. The epitome of any sports person is to have a chance to play against the best. And the Boston Celtics were the best and greatest sports franchise of all times. And Bill was the hub of that greatness. No one, not Mantle, not Starr, not Jordan, won as often as Russell. He was the ultimate winner, which by some definitions made him the ultimate athlete. He made the shot blocking an art. He was so outstanding and proved that the quickness and finesse and brains was a match for Braun. Russell's brain power was the key to his success. Intellectually curious and fully engaged in the political upheavals of the civil rights era, he was a new kind of sports superstar. His consciousness wasn't confined to the dimensions of the arena. Bill had such integrity in terms of his commitment to what he was doing. His position was always, I'm a total human being, I'm a man who, among other things, plays a great game of basketball. Everybody talks about Muhammad Ali, and Bill Russell belongs right there in the inner sanctum of great black athletes in this country who have, who have taken the, the proper stand. I think I had a lot to do with the respect that athletes are treated with back and white. Bill Russell, gone at the age of 88. Good bet to say he lived his life and lived a full life. One of the greatest of all times cannot be denied. 11 championships in 13 years. Some would argue from the era that we know, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. But that could be debated. Some now may say maybe Bill Russell is the GOAT. Whereas Michael Jordan might be the GOAT. Maybe it's time that we say Bill Russell is the GOAT. The ultimate man in the paint. The dominant force. It's always been said like this. Wilt Chamberlain had the points. But while Wilt Chamberlain stacking up points. Bill Russell was stacking up chips. As in championships. How many athletes in today's game would love to trade in their individual accolades just to have at least one champion? Yes, there are some great players who have put some great numbers, played on some great teams, but they fell short of the ultimate goal, hoisting that championship trophy. Bill Russell did it 11 times, something that I don't think even in this era, no one would even come close. And even the closest is five short. 
So now that the debate began, who is the GOAT? Is it Russell? Is it MJ? Some even want to put LeBron James in the GOAT category. I'll just go on record and say it like this. When it comes to a GOAT comparison, I don't think even LeBron James can stack up to the status of one William Feltman Russell. Whether you like the Boston Celtics or you despise them, one thing that cannot be denied is the greatness of Bill Russell. As we look more into Bill Russell, NBA legend and civil rights activist Bill Russell dies at 88. But just what was it about Bill Russell? NBA legend Bill Russell, an 11-time NBA champion with the Boston Celtics and the first black head coach in the league, passed away peacefully Sunday, according to a family statement from his verified Twitter account. He was 88. It is with a very heavy heart we would like to pass along to all of Bill's friends, fans, and followers. The statement reads, Bill Russell, the most prolific winner in American sports history, passed away peacefully today at age 88 with his wife, Janine, by his side. Arrangements for his memorial service will be announced soon. In addition to his sporting achievements, Russell was one of sports' leading civil rights activists and marched alongside Martin Luther King Jr. when he gave his I Have a Dream speech in 1963. He also supported iconic boxer Muhammad Ali in his opposition to being drafted into military service. Former U.S. President Barack Obama took social media to praise Russell's contribution to both basketball and society. Today we lost the giant. As tall as Bill Russell stood, his legacy rises far higher, both as a player and as a person, he said. Perhaps more than anyone else, Bill Russell knew what it took to win and what it took to lead. On the court, he was the greatest champion in basketball history. Off of it, he was a civil rights trailblazer, marching with, Doc, marching with Dr. King, standing with Muhammad Ali. For decades, Bill endured insults and vandalism, but never let it stop him from speaking up for what's right. I learned so much from the way he played, the way he coached, and the way he lived his life. Michelle and I send our love to Bill's family and everyone who admired him. Russell won 11 championships with the Celtics, including eight straight from 1959 to 1966. He was a five-time NBA MVP and a 12-time All-Star. 
As a coach for the Celtics, he led Boston to two titles, becoming the first black head coach to win an NBA championship. Bill's two state championships in high school offered a glimmer of the incomparable run of pure team accomplishments to come. Twice an NCAA champion, captain of a gold medal winning U.S. Olympic team, 11 times an NBA champion, and at the helm of two NBA championships as the first black head coach of any North American professional sports team. The family statement continued. Along the way, Bill earned a string of individual awards that stands unprecedented as it went unmentioned by him. In 2009, the award for NBA Finals Most Valuable Player was renamed after two-time Hall of Famer as the Bill Russell NBA Finals Most Valuable Player Award. Bill's wife, Janine, and his many friends and family, thank you for keeping Bill in your prayers. Perhaps you relive one or two of the golden moments he gave us, or recall his trademark laugh as he delighted in explaining the real story behind how those moments unfolded. And we hope each of us can find a new way to act or speak up with Bill's uncompromising, dignified, and always constructive commitment to principle. That would be one last and lasting win for our beloved number six. The Celtics issued a statement lauding Bill Russell and his contribution to both the team and the sports as a whole. To be the greatest champion in your sport, to revolutionize the way the game is played, and to be a social social tale leader all at once seems unthinkable. But that is who Bill Russell was, the statement read. Bill Russell's DNA is woven through every element of the Celtics organization, from the relentless pursuit of excellence to the celebration of team awards over individual glory, to a commitment to social justice and civil rights off the court. Our thoughts are with his family as we mourn his passing and celebrate his enormous legacy in basketball, Boston, and beyond. Fellow NBA legend Michael Jordan, while he considered to be the greatest basketball player of all time, said Bill Russell was a pioneer as a player, as a champion, as the NBA's first black head coach, and as an activist. He paved the way and set an example for every black player who came into the league after him, including me. The world has lost a legend. My condolences to his family, and may he rest in peace. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver also shared his condolences. Bill Russell was the greatest champion in all team sports, Silver said in a statement. The countless accolades that he earned for his storied career with the Boston Celtics, including a record 11 championships and five MVP awards, only begin to tell the story of Bill's immense impact on our league and broader society. Bill stood for something much bigger than sports, the values of equality, respect, and inclusion that he stamped into the DNA of our league. At the height of his athletic career, Bill advocated vigorously for civil rights and social justice, a legacy he passed down to generations of NBA players who followed in his footsteps. Through the taunts, the threats, and unthinkable adversity. 
Bill rose above it all and remained true to his beliefs that everyone deserves to be treated with dignity. That is Bill Russell. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a pause. And when I come back, I will have some more for you. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Thank you for listening to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. If you would like to have your ad or sponsor a segment on here, simply reach out to me at 316-553-2010 or you can simply email me. That's Talk at gmail.com. That's Talk at gmail.com. Once again, it's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. train sports talk podcast with your host and conductor anthony smith grab your tickets get on board and enjoy the ride it's the a train sports talk podcast all aboard started to happen and unfold up until today. There's been a lot of massages going on. So, that means we could only be talking about one person. Deshaun Watson. And let me be the first to tell you, in the court of public opinion, this is an issue that will probably never die. 
Social media is going to blow up with everybody's opinion. As a matter of fact, there will be some opinions that will probably be disparaging. But what's done has been done, and now it's time to move on, whether you like it or whether you don't like it. I heard one radio talk show host today say it like say it best like this. All we know is this right here. We weren't there, and we don't know what happened. And all we have is a bunch of she says and his say. And her ruling. So everybody wants to know the conclusion of the Deshaun Watson situation. How it was going to pan out. I don't even go as far as to say this. Some people, because it's the mentality of how people think. With it being a woman judge and coming down with her ruling. Some just knew that Deshaun Watson was going to get a year-long suspension, which would have catered to the shield known as the NFL. So did he or did he not get the four-year suspension. Well, headlines read, Browns QB Deshaun Watson suspended six games for violating NFL's personal conduct policy. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended six games by an independent disciplinary officer after he was sued by 24 women who accused him of sexual misconduct in massage sessions. Retired judge Sue L. Robinson handed down her decision Monday in her briefing, a copy of which was obtained by USA Today Sports. Robinson wrote that she determined Watson had engaged in sexual assault as defined by the NFL against the four therapists identified in the report. Said the NFL in a statement, we think Judge Sue L. Robinson, the independent disciplinary officer, for her review of the voluminous record and attention during a three-day hearing that resulted in her finding multiple violations of the NFL personal conduct policy by Deshaun Watson. We appreciate Judge Robinson's diligence and professionalism throughout the process. NFL players from NFL plays to college sports. The league said it was reviewing whether it would pursue an appeal of the decision as permitted by the collective bargaining agreement. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell or an official of his choosing would handle the appeal if the league pursues that option. Thursday is the deadline for a decision. During hearings at the end of June at an undisclosed location, the NFL, Watson, and the NFL Press Association made their case to Robinson, a retired federal judge who now serves as the NFL's disciplinary officer. According to terms of the collective bargaining agreement, Robinson reviewed the findings of the investigation that the NFL conducted 
for the better part of the last year and heard arguments from both sides before making their decision on Watson's punishment. The NFL's argument for an indefinite suspension was designed to allow for flexibility if additional cases surface. In her conclusion, Robinson explained her decision not to impose the heftier suspension by saying the NFL was attempting to impose a more dramatic shift in its culture without the benefit of fair notice to players. Watson's case was unprecedented largely because of the number of accusers. Two Texas grand juries also opted not to indict him. The last player to receive an indefinite suspension from the NFL was running back Ray Rice, who knocked out his wife on an Atlantic City elevator in February 2014. Rice initially received a two-game suspension, but after public outcry, Goodell extended that punishment to an indefinite length. Rice appealed, and in November 2014, won his case and the freedom to return to the field. However, no team signed him. Imagine that. Watson's legal woes began in March 2021 after multiple women whose services had he had solicited through social media accused him of sexual misconduct in early 2020 through early 2021. The accusation surfaced shortly after Watson had expressed dissatisfaction with his original team, the Houston Texans, demanding a trade. 22 women sued him in 2021, specifically March and April 2021, with two other, with the other two coming in May and June 2022. Watson has reached settlements with 23 of the 24 women who sued him. While at odds with the Texans, Watson was a healthy scratch for all 17 games last season. Watson was traded after the first grand jury's decision on nine complaints, but before the second grand jury made a decision on a 10th complaint in March 22. The Browns forked over three first-round picks, two fourth-rounders, and a third-round pick to Houston, which dealt a six-rounder and gave Watson a record-breaking five-year, fully guaranteed $230 million contract. Browns officials claimed they had done their homework on Watson's situation and said they felt good about him as a person despite the accusations he faced. Veteran quarterback Jacoby Brissett, whom Brown signed in March, is set to take over as the starter with Watson's sideline. Coach Kevin Stefanski said last week at the start of training camp, Though he has primarily served as a backup throughout his six-year tenure, Brissett has compiled 37 starts, including two, including nearly two seasons as the top signal caller for the Indianapolis Colts in 2017 and 2019. The Browns traded incumbent starter Baker Mayfield, who asked to be moved after the team began its pursuit of Watson, to the Carolina Panthers on July the 6th. So, Here's the question. Do you think the NFL should or should not appeal this six-game suspension? That is 
the million dollar question. Chances are, if there is an appeal, then that means this situation drags out even longer than it should. As if it hasn't dragged out long enough. So I'm going to pose that poll question, which you will be able to find on Spotify because Anchor is powered by Spotify. And the question basically is, should the NFL appeal the decision that was handed down? Because at best, now you go back to some situations. You heard the Ray Rice situation. He was suspended two games then after public outcry. His suspension became indefinite. He eventually won his appeal. No team took him. Another question of interest. How does this really make the Cleveland Browns look when they made a statement that said they wanted a an adult or grown man at the quarterback position thus leading the way for Baker Mayfield to get out of town. But once again, keep in mind, as you hear this story unfold and the decision that was handed down, at the end of the day, we can all have our opinions on what we think happened or what we think didn't happen. But at the end of the day, none of us, and I do mean none of us, were there. It'd be easy to say with 24 masseuses, something happened. That's the easy thing to say. The hard thing to say would be maybe nothing didn't happen. As I listen to talk shows and listen to people calling in, One caller called in and said, do you think if he had not opened his mouth and demanded to be traded, would this have even came up? I've had that same question too. When you think about what the Texans did, they let DeAndre Hopkins get away for little or nothing. As if that wasn't enough, your best defensive player, J.J. Watt, he's ready to move on to greener pastures. The Texans said, no problem. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. Deshaun Watson requests to be traded. And the dam broke loose. First, we're not going to trade you. Secondly, a few women come up. We were sexually assaulted. Then a few turned into 20 plus. And the saga went on. And on. Some have said athletes today, with the money that they're making, people see them as their lottery ticket see them as an extortion tool. That may be true. That may not be true. 
But one thing that can be said is the ruling that came down with the accusation that was made makes you wonder why did Ezekiel Elliott then get a six-game suspension on unfounded evidence? Just a few things to make you wonder. Well, once again, this is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. This has been a short, brief podcast, but I hope you have found it very informative. As I said, my time is limited. But I will be back again short, soon, within the next day or so. And we'll have some more on both of these topics and then some with some guests to get other people's opinions. One of the guys I'm looking at, my friend out there in New Mexico, Ed Nunez. I'm pretty sure he has a lot he wants to shed on to Bill Russell, the past of Bill Russell and what he remembers. And I'm pretty sure I can get his take on this Deshaun Watson situation as well, too, and what he thinks about the ruling. Was it a good ruling, and does this do any good for the NFL? But until the next time, and the next time will be soon, but yet to me, it won't be soon enough. This is the A-Train Sports Talk, your host and your conductor, Anthony Smith. And we're getting ready to pull this train into the track, into the station. So enjoy. The rest of this day. Hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoyed bringing this to you. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Be blessed. This is yours truly, Anthony Smith.